0: What it do, baby? What's it's your on? boy, Mr. Profights. Be Like, here on a Pro Fights Be Like podcast. Y'all already see it. Y'all see who on? It's Mr. Marshall Glaze, member of Alpha Fire Alpha. What's up, Fred? How you doing?
1: What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing
0: good. Hey, man, it's Tuesday, man. I'm just happy to have you here, man. I know you a busy guy out, out in these streets, man. I, I know they keeping you ripping and running. I'm sure you're talking to somebody every day. Whether it's online, in the grocery store, at church, at work, I I know you I know you're going through the gauntlet of interviews, man.
1: Yeah, man, it's it's been crazy. It's been a wild ride.
0: I bet, I bet, and we we about to get right into it. We about to get right into it. Yeah. So, um, if you're watching, this is our second episode on YouTube, and of course, uh, thank you to those who um, listen to us on all podcast streaming platforms make sure you subscribe. Marshall, let's get into it, man. So um, you're originally from Baltimore, right? Yes, sir. All right. All right. How many
1: siblings you got? I have two siblings. I got an older brother and an older sister.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. You right, right. Oh, wait, you the baby. I'm the baby. Yeah. You the baby.
1: How, what's the age gap? So my brother's only uh, one year older than me. My sister's only four years older than me. So we're still pretty close, but, but still nonetheless, baby a bunch
0: yeah definitely. I feel that. so um you went to um University of Baltimore, right mm-hmm. um let let what did you what did you major in?
1: So I originally majored in criminal justice. I wanted to uh, to go into law enforcement. Um, and that, was, that oh. was on the heels. That was on the heels of me wanting to go into the Air force. So the Air Force didn't work out in high school. Um, and then I went uh, to college and I was going to do a couple of years and then go and try to be a cop somewhere that didn't work out. God had another plan for me. So I switched over to English and I, I, so I was majoring in English with a concentration in creative writing and then, uh, man, it took off from there.
0: Okay. Okay. Man, I, that's, that's way different from what I thought you were, what you were going (laughs) to say. Definitely. What, for sure.
1: what do you think I was going to say?
0: <laughs> Shit, not that. <laughs> but, you know, like for me, for example, like a lot of people don't know this, but um, I graduated from Missoula with a business major. Yeah. I started off as a journalism major, broadcast journalism. And then I switched to secondary education, math. And when I tell people that, they be like, what? Huh? <laughs> you want to be a teacher? Or you want to be, you know broadcast like yeah, yeah bro right. like that's that's where I thought I was gonna be you know God had other plans kind of like what you said so right. um but uh you crossed that uh you crossed the University of Baltimore too right I uh, did I did okay. fall 16, okay. 16. uh yes, what's your sir. club again Trey club baby Trey, Trey club man <laughs> hey you want to know what's crazy dog you remind me of my trade, dog like it, oh, it's so <laughs> crazy it's insane man you remind me of my trade. That's hilarious, bro. So funny. So funny. I hope he's watching. What's up, Nick? Anyways. Um, so why Alpha? Why Alpha Phi Alpha?
1: Oh, man, where do I start? Um, so I guess I'll start with I am legacy. Um my Okay. Yeah. So my grandfather, um, he crossed at Lincoln University, new chapter, um, in 40, in the forties. Uh, and then my dad is an alpha too. He actually chartered his chapter up at union college in schenectady new york um Pi pie chapter uh spring 83 and um and then my brother my brother is spring 16 uh, by way of uh where did he cross he crossed yz at umbc so he's spring 16 so it was always something that i that i knew i was going to do um and you know my my uh my trajectory into Alpha is a very unusual one, but I'm really glad that I did it um, because you know, I just knew that I wanted to be an Alpha ever since I just, because I grew up around my, my, uh, my dad and his, his line brothers and then the people he crossed with up in Pi Pi, And so I just saw the brotherhood and I knew that they were doing good for the community and just the way they carried themselves. And so that was a goal of mine when I got to college, I knew I was gonna be a part of a, of a fraternity and I knew it was gonna be Alpha by Alpha. And and it's just really serendipitous that my brother crossed the season right before I did, you yeah. know, because because he, he didn't he didn't want to be an alpha. I always asked him like, "Yo, you gonna cross all that stuff?" And he was just like, "Yeah, no, I don't know if I want to pledge. I don't know if I want to do that." And then he ended up pledging, and like that was a really crazy moment to to go to his probate, and I just saw like a different person, and that kind of like invigorated me to like, "All right, let me get on my stuff." So. Man, University of Baltimore, like they there's there is no Greek life at University of Baltimore. My, My line brother, myself and our Neo were the only three University of Baltimore graduates that crossed into a Divine Nine Greek organization in undergrad. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I have all the thanks to Delta Lambda. Delta Lambda brought me in, raised me and my line brother and my Neo and we have them to thank for bringing us into alpha and we had a very unusual experience. Um, but still the best experience ever. Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: so you mentioned your brother, your dad, is your sister Greek?
1: Yeah. My sister is, is, um, say Gamma Rho. Uh, don't get me the lines spring. I'm not gonna get her stuff wrong. I'm gonna just, she, she went to Johns Hopkins university. Um, okay. I forget her info. She 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 told me and I know it, but I'm just forgetting it right now.
0: (laughs) No, it's all good, man. It's all good. It's all good. I did hear a fall 16, and you know, I'm I'm a fall line as well. So you know, I got to toot your little horn. You I got to toot the horn right right there. You know, real lines me in the fall type thing. Well, we ain't gonna get into that. We ain't gonna get into the you know the fall spring break beef. I'm sure you uh, do it with your brother a lot as far as. The spring and fall differences or whatever but yeah. uh no it's all good man that's what's up it's it's good to know that you had a legacy that was put in for in front of you for your third generation alpha like that's amazing um and hopefully you know that that continues on down the line um yeah. i think that's a good thing you know your grandfather started uh back in the 40s and uh with your dad in the 80s and now you and your brother so yes sir um, so I guess uh, speaking of Alpha, you worked for Alpha too, right?
1: I did. I did. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was my first professional job out of college. Uh, I was uh, I was the Frats' new media and content manager. Okay. And I was there from 2017 to 2019, and it was it was a really good experience. Uh, You know, working for headquarters was was definitely I was in rooms that I never thought that I would be at 22, 23 and 24. Like I I was sitting with congressmen and congresswomen and and I was really close to senators and and all these other influential people. And it was all because of Alpha. Uh, Working for the frat definitely put me in this mindset of business first and community first. And that has set me on this trajectory in my life as far as a professional because they took a chance on me, bro. Like like my, my may he rest in peace. Henry Stewart, brother Henry Stewart, he crossed Alpha Row 99. Um, he passed away, unfortunately. And he gave me my first break. Um, same thing with brother Jamie Riley. Uh, he crossed B.O. 03. And- yeah, man. Yeah, man. Tennessee they State. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And then brother Eric Webb, brother Eric Webb cross new chapter as well, 89, 89, and they saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And so when I interviewed with them, they gave me a shot. And shout out to brother Malik Watley, Beta Alpha. I believe he's fall 13 as well. Um, and they they showed me the ropes, man. I have everything. Everything in my life, everything professionally, I, I have to owe to them because they showed me everything that I know about new media, social media marketing, content management. So, man, big ups to those brothers.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, so after uh, after the work in the frat, I assume that's how you ended up in Seattle for uh, another job?
1: Yeah, so I left headquarters and I actually moved to... Oakland. I was working at UC Berkeley doing content and social media management uh, for their graduate division. So um, all of their graduate education, that's what they call the graduate division. It's kind of like an administrative kind of arm for all their graduate education. And I was running the social media for that. And so that was a really, really good opportunity. Um, And then I left Oakland and came up here for an advertising agency. And man, it's been it's been a wild ride ever since.
0: (laughs) Oh, I bet. I can only imagine how <laughs> much of a ride it's been, my brother. <laughs> yeah, <I mean.
1: laughs>
0: um, And, you know, kudos to you because you're what, 27, right? 27, yeah. 27? You've mm-hmm. done a lot of great things from um, just your resume, from what uh, uh, you've told me today. Um, mm-hmm. I knew that you did work for the fraternity, but I didn't know about the UC Berkeley uh, job and things of that nature, so... Um, I would say that you definitely are on the right path um, to success in your career. And uh, if you had any advice to anyone who wants to get into like marketing and social media management, um,
1: what would you say to them? I would say, you know, start now. Sorry about the sirens too, if you can hear that. Um, Start now, Uh, start early and work on your own personal Uh, social media if you want to get into social media management Um, there's a lot of information out there that is at your disposal I call it I mean a a whole bunch of people call it YouTube Academy you know you you log into YouTube and it's and it's knowledge at your fingertips and I would say start to learn video editing photography uh, photo editing learn all that stuff and learn it very quickly because it's changing you know Um, I would also say, you know, learn, learn all of this artificial intelligence stuff too. Um, like the chat GPTs of the world, like learn, learn that stuff too, because that's going to alter how all of us in the social media management content creation, that's, it's going to change a lot of things for us. So I think the young people these days have a really good opportunity to learn a lot that, that can intertwine technology with the conventional way of marketing. Um, and, and it's a really good, a really fascinating time to be living in, uh, because we're, we're going through a really wild transition, uh, that's going into artificial intelligence. And so, um, yeah, start now, start early and, and just keep your head down and keep pushing because someone's going to take a chance on you and you have to be ready to rise to the occasion when they do.
0: For sure. For sure. That's good advice. For sure, man. Um, so, from there, mm-hmm. um, how? Hold on, let me let me back up. and let, let you know. So, I usually don't watch shows like this, right? Uh uh-huh. um, But this is how I found out. So, I work for Nike. Okay. And, uh, so, I'm the I'm a co-chair for Black Employee Network here in St. Louis for our uh, city, basically. Uh-huh. And uh, Brett, he's in a uh, we're in a uh, group together on a Slack channel. And he just went in there one day and was like, hey, y'all, I'm going to be on this Love is Blind season four show. Please tune in. And I was like, okay, I I might have to watch this. I get on Instagram and I see (laughs) the fraternity page say, hey, we got a brother named Marshall that's going to be on Love is Blind this this, this season. Make sure you tune in. I was like, oh, I really need to tap in now. (laughs) So ever since then, I've been like, allude to um to what's happened. So every time the, the episode will drop, you know, I was watching them all and I'm like, oh man, gotta wait till next week, gotta wait till next week, see what happens. And then of course the reunion comes and we did get a live reunion. It's all good. I had to wait another day. It's it's all good. No fault <laughs> to y'all. But uh and I might have some questions about like the reunion, like before said and stuff like that. But other than that, um I guess, how did you find out about the opportunity to go on the show? And then two, I guess, what made you sign up?
1: Yeah, so the, I had no idea that the show existed. Um, the opportunity actually came to me. And I thought that um, the casting um, managers were casting for the pilot season, you know, because the only reality TV I had seen up until that point Outside of like back in the day when we, like like the flavor of love and all that stuff. Right. But yeah. That 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 to us is like culture, not really reality TV. But anyway, the only reality TV I seen up until that point outside of that was my cousin's season of The Bachelorette. And and like even so I half-ass watched that because I just fast forwarded through to his parts. And um and so I I really had no idea. Um I had seen Lauren and Cameron on my Twitter feed one day. This is back in 2020 when when their, their season dropped. And so I'm like, okay, once I started to do more research, like, oh, that's where they're from. Okay, I understand. It's a really popular show now. But that was already weeks into the casting process when I realized how big of a show that this was. And so um, what initially got my interest was the way that it was presented to me, you know, because my entire life, I've been like a hopeless romantic, and and always kind of romanticized love and marriage and all that. And so, um, it, it was presented to me just as that they were romanticizing the process of finding someone and falling in love through a wall. And I was like, wait a minute, that sounds really cool, and that sounds really, really amazing. And it was a like, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. And so, when you 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 from cities like ours, you know th- that stuff doesn't come around, especially for. For brothers and sisters of color you know what i'm saying so i hopped that I, I jumped that at it the, the moment that they said it was a green light so um i'm really blessed to, to even be thought of and sought after for this and and everything that's coming after is just it's just been a huge blessing and i'm really fortunate for it all
0: yeah yeah definitely definitely for the sure. show um i did peep also are you a life member i am I peeped the life member pin. Like as soon as you put this suit on, I was like, "He a life member? That's that look like a life member pin." What's your life member number? You know it.
1: I do one four one oh on nine.
0: <laughs> Y'all life members get on my nerves, man. Like I swear, every life member. I mean, I guess because we know our member IDs too. But I mean, you know, every life member I know, they'd be like life member number seventy two seventy nine. Shout out to. Right. Marshall like, so bro. you want to, I'm trying to get up there one day, dog. I'm I'm, I'm going to get there. I need to go ahead and submit mine before they push it up to $10,000 whatever the crazy yeah, Right, is. Right.
1: And listen, bro, like that was, I'm the same way. I don't ever like flex the number. I just have it in the back of my mind. I'm like Rayman when it comes to numbers. I always memorize <laughs> everything. But there was this one brother who would always call the office and he would always, I'm not going to say his name, but he would always be like, this is brother so-and-so, life member number 114, yada, yada, yada. Every single time you would call, I'm like, okay, okay, brother so and so. Nice <laughs> to talk to you, brother so so
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. At 114, you I'm well, wait, never mind. I ain't gonna get, to, get into that. <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> it, anyways, um, but yeah, I peeped you were a life member. Um, so I was like, Oh yeah, he he really repping in the set for sure. So yeah. shout out to you for repping your life membership. Do you get around to any of the regional and general conventions at all?
1: So I haven't in a couple of years. I needed to take a break uh, after giving two years of my my best years to to Alpha. Um, <laughs> I feel that because, bro, working at headquarters as beautiful as it was, as as close knit as the staff was, man, it was like pledging again, and it was like nonstop for two years, and it was, and I couldn't turn it off because I would want to be involved with Delta Lambda. I'd be wanted. I want to be involved with the local chapters and 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 go to these events and, and do community service. But then I'm just getting so many questions about headquarters stuff that I can't turn off being an alpha. Like my phone would ring off the hook because all the brothers would want to talk about alpha. And I'm like, yo, you can call me and we can go out and grab a beer and we can talk about some regular stuff. How's your wife? How's your daughter doing? Like, let's talk about your son in school. Like, let's talk about a baseball game or something. Uh, but it was always alpha and it was, it was my life for 24 seven for two years. And I I needed to take a break and I took a long hiatus. I think, um, when I came to Seattle, I leaned on the shield. There was a brother out here by the name of Clark LaProw, my brother. Uh, he, uh, he showed me the ropes of Seattle. Um, and he's no longer here in Seattle. He lives in Raleigh, North Carolina now, but he showed me all of his friends. He showed me all around the brothers because he crossed out here. Um, the name of the chapter is escaping me right now, but he crossed out here fall 18. And it's just, that's the power of the brotherhood. You go to a, to a completely new city, don't know anybody. You find one brother and they show you their entire community. And that community shows love based off of the strength of that of that brother. So that kind of, Reestablish that love that I always knew that I had for the fraternity, and now I'm just looking to get back into it. So it's not an open door. So brothers, don't hit me up talking about something. No, it's not an open door, not an open invitation. But I, <laughs> but I will be putting on for the frat. I will be carrying that with me, and and everything that I do with this platform is is definitely going to keep you know the aims of our fraternity in mind, and um, and I'm really looking to to just really push the culture forward for us again. And so yeah, I'm 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 going to Dallas. Um hey, we to turn in Dallas. It up. Hey, let's tell up.
0: <laughs> yes, sir.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so that's gonna be my 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 uh grand re entrance back into welcome the fraternity. Back, welcome back. Yeah, hey, y'all be down there too for sure. Yeah,
0: Now back to uh the point of when you were working for the fraternity. Um, I can kind of relate to that because uh with the platform I run Profites be like whenever I go to, like, picnics or whatever during the summer, like, that's all people want to talk about is, like, mm-hmm. Greek life. And me personally, like, I'm a person outside of, you know, profiles mm-hmm. if be like. So I like watching basketball, football, or, you know, knowing about what's going on in the world. I don't just, like, want to talk about, what's going on in Alpha, or what's mm-hmm. happening here, what's happening there. I mean, yeah, like, I have this Greek platform that I run, but that's not what I want to talk about when I you know, meet people. So I, I definitely feel you on that for sure. Backing up a little bit. um, Would you being from Baltimore? Are you a Ravens fan?
1: 100%. However, okay. however, I do have to plug. I do have an NFC an NFC team now. I love me to some I Seattle peeped.
0: Seahawks. <laughs> I just peeped on Instagram. So you a Seattle Seahawks fan now too, huh?
1: <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> okay. For sure. For
0: sure. So, um, I, mind. I ain't going to get into the Lamar situation,
1: man. It might be a,
0: <laughs> that might be a soft spot right there. It is man. a soft but,
1: spot, man. I don't want to uh, talk about that. But I am happy we got OBJ. I want to see what his old ass can do, man. But let's see. Let's see what he can do.
0: I, all right. So here's the thing, man. So uh, OBJ, let me see how old OBJ is. OBJ is...
1: He got to be uh, 33, 34.
0: I'm trying to think because... All right, so OBJ is thirty years old. I'm thirty years old. So you calling me old? No, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> but you know, third it's like 30 old, years old. It's old at wide receiver years. I feel you. Yeah. I'm, I'm just talking stuff, dog. <laughs> I just had to. I just had to talk stuff, man. Now, um, on my bucket list, though, uh, I'm trying to go to every NFL, NBA, and uh, MLB stadium. So, oh, nice. uh, Definitely about to hit the uh, uh, Ravens Stadium uh, in this upcoming year. So. I'm gonna knock that one off my bucket list. Hopefully Lamar's there.
1: Yeah, M&T um, Bank Stadium, baby. The best M&T. stadium in the world. Oh, is it? Because it is. uh,
0: you know, I, I think uh Jerry World, uh Dallas Cowboys AT&T Stadium would like to have a word with you.
1: Um, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Look, Baltimore has the has the two best sports venues in the world, Camden Yard and MT Bank Stadium.
0: Okay, okay. Um, I was just at uh WrestleMania in LA about three weeks ago in okay. so far. And that stadium, I gotta go back for a football game because okay. the way that stadium is set up, pff, <laughs> man. Then I gotta try to hit Vegas too. Oh man, we well, I can go on and on about sports man. But yeah <laughs> um, and I got I guess I gotta hit the 12th, the 12th man. Is that what the Seattle Seahawks call themselves? The 12th man on the field or something I gotta and hit Seattle,
1: boom. Oh, yeah yeah. Bro, yeah yeah they're they're um uh their stadium is is beautiful too it's like it's like right on um it's it's really close to the water Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's right downtown and it's right next to t mobile park uh where where the mariners play beautiful beautiful venue um and and so shout out to the seahawks uh but but definitely you gotta come out here and i gotta you gotta let me take you to a game bro
0: hey for sure man hey i'm i'm gonna hold you to it i'm gonna definitely hit you up about it because yeah as soon as i'm because you know sometimes i come there for uh for work uh in beaverton oregon okay Um, so um whenever i'm out that way dog i am gonna hit you up for sure
1: yeah yeah definitely yeah yeah yeah
0: my bad we see how i get off topic like i said like i'm just trying to learn about you man i ain't trying to get too much into the love is blind stuff we didn't heard a lot about it from everywhere else man um but uh no back back to love is blind though um Hmm. the process just seems difficult like you have to like be able to tap into your like inner self to be emotionally available uh through that process because you don't see this person you got to know you got to let them know who you are as a person um mm-hmm. and it opens up a different level of vulnerability um what what was your mindset going into this process and um how did you um well I'm not gonna mention a result, but um how did you what how did you want the the result to um what did you want the result to be after this basically like were were you really going to like um take this person um as your own um work through um whatever situations um mm-hmm. just just tell me your thought process throughout um before and then after.
1: Yeah, um, I didn't really have any expectations going into it uh, because I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Uh, I had watched um, the so season two was 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 airing or had just finished airing when um, when I was going into the pods. So I had binged the first two seasons and I still didn't really understand how I wanted to how I wanted to show up all that I knew that I needed to rely on who I am as a person. And so that's why I feel like a lot of people are gravitating towards me online. And, um, those who are watching the show because I am who I am and what you see is what you get. You know, I didn't, I didn't turn off anything. I didn't, um, amplify or, 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 or decrease anything about my personality. I just came exactly constant, consistent with who I am as a person. And that's the way that I approached the relationships with the women in the pods, uh, you know, because we, we date everybody, all 15, all 30, 15 women, 15 men, and we all date each other. Um, I mean, obviously the men and the women date each other. Uh, and I just went in there respecting everybody and kind of understanding that this is not a normal experience. And so I just wanted to create a safe space everybody who I was talking to, both the men and the women. And so, you know, as you see, um Brett, myself, Kwame, and a few other guys in there, um too many to mention, but those are the the the, the two guys that I'm going to highlight because they are black men. And because we did end up uh going to the going to distance with each other, it was really important for me to create a safe space for them because I understand how important it is for us to be vulnerable and create that precedent that it's okay for black men to be vulnerable. You know, we don't have to go in there. We don't have to be a hard, have a hard shell. We don't have to go in there and be macho, super machismo. We can go in there and we can be exactly who we need to be to go find love. And sometimes that is to be hard. But then other times, like in my case, it's okay to be soft. You know what I'm saying? Like I I wanted to create uh, like I said, a precedent that it's okay to be whatever you feel like you need to be as a man, especially in the media, especially in this public perception that we get a bad rap, and you know. Um, and so it's, it, that was probably the, the biggest expectation I had on it, but you know in terms of the relationships, um, the relationship that I had, I, I still had no uh, I had no expectation on it because I knew that we. We're just meeting each other for the first time um and the way that it shook it it i mean i don't want to spoil it for those who didn't see it just go ahead and watch it but i will say though we're doing
0: spoilers go ahead man okay
1: they okay they should have seen it by now they should have seen it by now you're right you're right <laughs> yep. you're right you're right it hurt um it hurt but that was just a normal kind of progression of a failed relationship you know sometimes it hurts and and that's not on anybody you know Uh, I feel like if it was anybody else, it it would have turned out bad. But since I know who I am as a person and I know what I have to offer, i I know my worth, quite frankly, uh, it didn't sting as bad, uh, or as long as, as it would have if it was somebody else who didn't have that level of, uh, self-awareness. So, um, yeah, man, no expectations on anybody, but, um, no expectations on the process uh it was a really difficult one I will add that you know because you do because like you said you got to go in there and you got to be you you have to show your personality uh without being uh physical facing you know we were talking behind a wall and you have to somehow show your personality and and into and entice somebody you got to have riz you got to show your riz through a wall that's difficult that's very difficult and so um you know The added pressures of the camera being mic'd up all the time. uh, That was also there, but you get used to it after a while.
0: Yeah. With that last part, would you say um, that the experiment is kind of influenced by Netflix a little bit?
1: Not at all. Okay. So, um, the production company is actually Kinetic Content. So, Kinetic Content uh develops the series um and so uh those are that's the production company um and and it and it's not influenced it is okay. super it's super real no i was never told what to say um the only thing that i was told uh was was correcting uh my tense so if i was uh talking in past tense but i needed to talk in present that was the only thing that i was being told to correct and I was never told what to say or how to say it. Just, hey, you should say it this way because you have to say, like, this is happening in the past. They'll see it in the past. So you have to talk, talk in well whatever the tense is. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, y'all yeah, so
0: definitely I, had me fooled. I was Yeah, none of it was like, fabricated. Yeah, y'all had me fooled because I honestly didn't know when y'all, you know, recorded this. Um, I was thinking like, you know, this was recorded two months ago, but it was a f- whole year ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i guess what what month are we talking like when what what month last year was this being taking place
1: uh i don't know if i can talk about that okay dang it
0: yeah. all right my bad i'm trying to tap into the uh, netflix secrets here you know we, we can't we can't we can't do that we ain't trying to uh you know mess up no ndas or nothing you got right, going right. on, man. we ain't trying to mess up your bag my bad Frank. my bad it's all um, good but no so um Maybe can you say something about this? You can just let me know yes or no. So, I guess what's the duration that this experiment happens? Is so week,
1: or longer than a week? Yeah, it's longer than a week. So, so we're in the pods. Uh, I mean, because all this stuff is, I mean, it's, it's it's on the season they put in the lower thirds. We're in the pods for ten days, right? Um, right. And then we go to um, the getaway for. Uh, five or six days and then after that it's it's about two three weeks before the altar so yeah it was it was a, a pretty pretty substantial amount of time
0: yeah so then my question with that back to the pause for 10 days did y'all like did y'all stay there or talk about that (laughs) okay that's that's what i was trying to get at but i didn't know if you can answer that either but you know it's worth the shot you know yeah Uh,
1: (laughs) it's the magic of tv baby
0: (laughs) man it's definitely the magic of tv because here i am thinking like you know it's like the flavor of love where like y'all stand in a you know (laughs) a mansion for x amount of days and okay (laughs) that's all i need to know my bad I i ain't gonna get into it too much um I guess what uh what cast members do you, uh still talk to to this day? Um, I know I've seen you on social media with, uh, some others at you know talking events, but is, are there any that you just kind of like keep in contact with, like on a daily or a weekly basis?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, pretty much all of the cast. I mean, all all thirty of us. We're 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 still. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, we still pretty much talk. We have a group chat. We talk pretty often. Um, it's, it's slowed down, um, in the past couple of weeks, but, um, yeah, as far as the core cast goes, um, I would say I try to get up with all of them as much as possible. All um, of them? Most of them. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to do that.
0: <laughs>
1: most of them. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. My yeah. bad. My bad. However, <laughs> yeah, and I'll speak to that. We're all cool. Yeah, for sure. Everybody. Everybody's all cool. Um, and that and I feel like there's there's some things that, that were unresolved for some at the reunion. And but that but that's just that's gonna take some time. People are gonna have their own conversations, but for the most part, everybody's cool, nobody wants any drama. There's 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 not a lot of animosity between people. So I would say that there's a lot of love uh within our cast. We're all still pretty tight. And so like I, I I comment on everybody's stuff um, and just like friendly banter back and forth. So yeah, I would say we're pretty cool. But if I had to hone in on a couple people, obviously Brett, obviously Kwame, um, and you know who's who's like a you know in in Zach and Paul. You know they really slept on our relationship. Uh, yeah. They they didn't really show too much of of the. <laughs> Of the black guys and the white guys being cool, we're really really tight. Like we're all five of us, we're super tight. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So were you like back to the pies? Were you like the the chef curry of the group? Like were you like <laughs> the one that was always cooking for everybody? Because I mean the way you was like sprinkling the pancakes on the I <laughs> like man, I feel like I'm eating at the Ritz Carlton or somewhere, man. Like <laughs> the way he <laughs> the way he throwing down, like man, like we about to get a. Marshall's restaurant open in <laughs> Seattle or something.
1: Yeah, so so I, I actually was able to cook in the pods, and so uh, one day we uh, we were able to make some breakfast. And Paul and I actually Paul Paul's a really good chef too. He's he's actually from New Orleans, uh, New Orleans, and okay. so he's got some of that Cajun Creole in his blood, and so he he can throw down. And so we we cooked a nice breakfast for the guys. And one thing that didn't make it that I'm upset, because I know Gordon Ramsay watches with his daughter,
0: uh-huh.
1: made this crazy, crazy, crazy good rack of lamb for Jackie in the pods. And okay. it, didn't make it. it didn't make it. And I'm so upset about that because it was really good. I had it, played it real nice, had the garnish, all of that stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> all
0: right, as soon as you open that restaurant, I'm in there. And breakfast <laughs> is my favorite. So if it's a brunch spot, you know, hey. Uh-huh. right. We we send that thing out, man. We I, yeah. I'm bringing a busload of them, out there, man. Yeah. Yeah. For real? No, you you was doing your thing. So so I guess back back to the show. I guess how does it feel seeing yourself on TV, like in a series on Netflix?
1: Man, I uh, never thought that it would happen like this. Never thought that it would go down like 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 how it is. Um... I watched it and I thought that I would be because, you know, when you watch yourself back and you listen to a recording or whatever, you kind of cringe. But
0: definitely.
1: But I didn't. And it was the weirdest thing ever. Like I was excited. I was proud to see myself on TV and I would find myself sitting on the edge of the couch, just kind of like leaning in whenever I popped on the screen. And don't you know that that, um, Leonardo DiCaprio meme? Yeah, he's like Yeah, uh, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's how uh, a, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's
0: me. Yeah, yeah. On the screen. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, man. That is hilarious. Um yeah. <laughs> it sounds like from even though your situation didn't go as planned, it sounds like you enjoyed it. Um yeah. am I on par with that? Yes. Okay. Um, so I guess now that the show is over, um, where does your love life stand now?
1: Uh, Yes. So, and and I'm glad you asked because the last podcast I did, uh, I was still in, I was still in conflict with myself um, because I, I had been, um, I am still still with this person that I met a year. Well, in July, it'll be a year. uh, But I was conflicted with bringing someone who I met in private into the public. And and I know how that sounds. It's like, oh, well, you're trying to make it seem like you're single. No, not really. Um, And then also like there's, this is also new and it's so, it's not natural the way that you go from being a regular person to a not so regular person and having all eyes on you all at once. And it was really like messing with my mental and, and I was playing chess with all the pieces in my life. And I just, and I was about to knock the wrong piece off the board um, with, with my girlfriend now. And, um, and you know, that, that just wasn't the right thing to do. And I, and I felt like it wasn't. Um, And, and so I told her uh, that she deserves someone who, um, who is fully in. And up until that point for like four or five weeks, I was in and out because of, all this stuff that was happening and I wanted to work on myself and have the time to like really figure out how I wanted to maneuver in this world you know what I'm saying and um and for me now now on the other side of it post-reunion I'm feeling a lot better a lot comfortable sitting in this new life as a public figure and I'm getting a lot more comfortable with the, with the public having their own opinions and perception about me. And even though a lot of it has been positive, that's still kind of hard because that adds a level of pressure when everyone around you is romanticizing you and telling you that, oh, you, you're, you're amazing, you're perfect. You could, you, you could do no wrong, protect Marshall at all costs. Having that type of fan base can be damaging to someone who knows that they're flawed, who knows that they have stuff that they need to work on that they're still working on. And that was another big reason why why I was conflicted with even like, should I even be in a relationship right now? Because I can't pour into myself because of all this stuff that's happening, but all of that stuff is out the window. Um, I'm sitting in my truth. And the truth is, is that I know that I wanna be with this person. She's an amazing woman. Um, She's one of those women who, through all of the BS that I've put her through, she is still right there. You know she I can't get rid of her. and and, it's, and that's the type of person that I that that we all need in our lives, the ones who just keep showing up, the ones who are always there. And sometimes you take advantage of that. and I was about to lose probably the best thing that's happened to me for a very long time, and it was because of some st- stupidity and really just growing pains but i'm on the i'm on the other side of it now i'm really happy with my life i'm really happy with her and we're and we're moving forward man i said a lot
0: my bad (laughs) that was beautiful you about to make me over here shed a thugs here man damn like Shit! Why you gotta be so deep, dog? Oh you, man! You I'm go? Sorry. Why you gotta tap into them emotions, man? Like, oh, 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 like being in that place, man. I, 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 but no, I get it though. Like, um, I, I applaud you for you know, uh, saying that because, um, we as men have issues with our emotions. I don't know why. I couldn't tell you, um, uh, but we have a hard time expressing our emotions, letting people know how we feel. And I think you do a great job at doing that, Um, letting people know how you feel um, and being open about it, you know, Um, and I wish that, shoot, I wish to be honest, I wish I could be more like you in that sense, because um, I feel as if there are times where, you know, for example, someone might ask me, you know, how are you doing, for example, and I'll just say, oh, I'm good, or I won't really let them know what's really going on emotionally or whatever the case may be so um i applaud you black man for uh tapping into your emotions and congrats, congratulations to your relationship too by the way
1: thank so, you brother uh, Appreciate that. Thank
0: um, you. it sounds like that's going to evolve in the, into your result and see everything happens for a reason you know yep. you went on the show looking for love didn't work but look it brought you back to the person you needed to be with so I'm, I'm rooting for you, man. I'm rooting for you Thank and you. that relationship for sure.
1: Thank you, man. Appreciate that.
0: Yeah, 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 for
1: sure. Man, this
0: was amazing. See, this wasn't too bad, was it?
1: Not too bad. Not too bad, man. You're a good interviewer.
0: <laughs> man, see, not, hey, so this is going back to my broadcast journalism, <laughs> that uh, degree that I once wanted from the number one journalism school in the nation, I guess I should say. But anyway, <laughs> um, no man, um I I appreciate you for coming on Fred. Uh, I'm a big fan of yours man. Um hope nothing but the best to you. Um and uh sounds like we got a lot of kicking it to do whether it's at the Seahawks game or in Dallas for the general convention man. So, we definitely going to tap in for sure to see see what's up in the Dallas streets and Seattle streets, man. I I've never been to Seattle and uh I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it um uh, because uh yeah, I've to be honest, I know black people in Seattle, but
1: <laughs> it's not um, a lot of us, but we out here though. Yeah, out there. Okay, cool. You know, and cool, we like cool. to show ourselves in the summer, but the winter we be hibernating. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: feel you, dog. I feel that. Hey, that's for sure. That's so sure. I mean, you from you from Baltimore, so you know, you know how to winter months. Okay, so is is there really a difference between Seattle winter and Baltimore winter like is one yeah, color oh, oh, than yeah. the other?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So Seattle winters are, they can get really cold, but it's a pretty mild cold. However, it's wet. And so that's what it is. You know, there's, there's a, there's actually, and I don't know if I'm going to make a lot of Seattle people mad because I'm about to tell the real. The rain isn't that bad, but they say that it's bad so that people don't move out here. Uh-huh. The rain really isn't that bad. It is a lot. And there's a lot of gray. Like we only get maybe like three months of the year we get sunshine. Uh, but then it's like, well, three months out of the year, we get consistent sunshine. But then for the for the other nine months yeah, for the other nine months, it's, you know, it's gray with an occasional sun here and there. Um, and but the rain is like a mist. It's not like what you think rain is if you're if you're not from here or if you never experienced it. It's really light. And so people walk around here with just a rain jacket. Some people walk around with an umbrella, if, but that's only if you're not from here. Um, <laughs> but a rain jacket with a hood gets the job done and then you good. Keep it moving. Normally in other states and other cities. People going to be like, oh, it's raining. I'm not going out the house today. That doesn't stop a thing out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet.
0: Yeah. yeah. You need to holler at Brett to uh, get some uh, Gore-Tex Nike shoes or something, man. The waterproof. I need off. to, man. <laughs> the The Gore-Tex uh, Nike shoes we make, amazing, comfortable, okay, uh, water resistant, like waterproof. Holler at Brett about some about some Gore-Tex. Tell tell him yeah. I sent you, cause okay. uh, I <laughs> of course, I mean like I I advertise Nike all the time, of course, since I work there, but like right. we really we got a lot of good stuff that that. That'll get you through those mist storms, I guess. Uh, yeah. if you could yeah. say all right <laughs> a lot of rain jackets, you know, all that. Yeah, tell Brett, man, tell Brett to hook you up, man. He, he got some
1: stuff he needs to get rid of anyway. So yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna definitely hit him up. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah,
0: man, for sure. Um let's see. Uh, anything else? Uh oh wait, are you a sneakerhead? I am 100 percent a sneakerhead. Okay. Let's let's tap into this a little bit. What's your favorite
1: shoe? Man, I mean, you gotta, you gotta go with the, with the classic grail. You gotta go with the Jordan One, man. Come on.
0: Okay, all right. Come okay. on now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big Jordan fan myself. Okay. Um, uh, my favorite shoe of all time is the Jordan Nine. Um, okay. The ones he wore in Space Jam. That, that's probably my, my top one. You okay. probably can see him in that case back there. But uh, wait, hold on, right right here oh yeah yeah so okay Okay. those are those are the uh he got games 13s uh um, go. i got those signed by zion um, nope. okay yeah 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 so the story behind that is i was in chicago um and uh basically i found out long story short i found out his favorite movie was he got a game uh-huh. um and uh I, I have season tickets to bulls games so um, I told him, well, he I was on the court before the game, mm-hmm. and I was I asked him to sign my shoes, and he said, yeah, I'll sign them, and <laughs> boom, I got them signed. So I put them wow. in the case. I ain't worn them since then.
1: Yeah, that's a good story. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. It's a lot longer, but I'm trying to keep it down for time. But uh, no, it yeah. was it was a coincidence, and it just so happened to be for my birthday. So it was a good birthday gift for sure uh, to okay. get them signed. I'm hoping him the best as he get back. Into the swing of things, man. Um, so uh what have you been watching the playoffs?
1: I haven't been able to, man. I've been running. I figure, the- man. I- Dang. I caught I caught the the um the overtime of the Lakers game last night. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was interesting. And, and and it's funny how the Lakers are still producing after they suck the entire season, and then they beaten the Grizzlies. Like the Grizzlies yes. are number one in the West. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy man!
0: Oh man, I could talk about sports all day, man. And see, I'm I'm glad you came on too because now people are getting to see another side of you that they haven't seen from. I'm not bashing any other like podcasts or conversations you had, but I feel like here we're getting to hear what you like and what you you know watch and what you're into, things of that nature, man. So because I know this love and love is blind stuff can. Some would be overwhelming, especially when you're talking about it 24 mm-hmm. um, seven. So, no, I appreciate you for just having open dialogue, open conversation. Uh, yeah,
1: man. And, and look, I appreciate you for not only for, for 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 putting on for the fraternity, but you know, I'm, I'm I see profiles be like everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. People, people, you have created a very, very interesting and I would say loving space for Greek life, you know, outside of, you know, the normal Greek shenanigans stuff, but it's just like you, you, you have created this and I'm super proud to call you my brother because of one for this platform you've given me to share more about myself, but also just for all Greeks to feel welcome, you know, like that's, that's the introduction to, I feel like there should be a social media welcome packet. These are the, these are the, 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 the top profiles to follow once you, uh, cross into any organization and profile be <laughs> like has to be
0: up there. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. That means a lot. Yeah. Um, I didn't came a long way because would be like could be 10 in December. Um, okay. And I mean, I started off as a private page where I was only letting Greeks in only and I finally made it a public page in 2020 mm-hmm. um, because there were some people saying, hey, man, you got a lot of good information that's not just related to the Greeks, it's related to black people in general. So I think you need to make it public. So um, that's when I made my page public and it's only been up from here. Now I'm talking to you now, like, you know, like you big time out here in these streets, man. You know, you took time to talk to little old me, man. You know, I I, I, I love that, Fred, I appreciate you. (laughs) 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 I appreciate it, but no, Fred, no, I appreciate that for sure, for sure. Um, Is there anything else you want to add? Um anything you like to say um give you the space to say whatever,
1: yeah, man. I mean, I feel like the just just I'll be on the lookout, man I'm uh like I said, I got some things cooking up that i I think that um our culture and our organization uh would w- would be proud of and would uh want to support. um, I don't want to speak too much on it now, but just uh just be on the lookout. I'm gonna have some stuff come through on the social media front um And and, and I'm really just looking forward to um, using this platform for good because a lot of people use it just for their own personal gain. But, you know, one of the things that I um, I really want to just kind of buckle down on is the fact that this was given to me uh, by the grace of God. And so, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. So I'm taking that virtue and I'm applying it to this platform and hopefully I can do some good with it.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure and so um you got instagram any other social medias you would like to shout out of yours
1: yeah i am uh yes i'm on instagram and i'm on tiktok you can find me on both at marshall glaze uh pretty simple i'm the i'm the dude with the with the blue face kind of like the will smith uh profile picture but it's blue and it's my face in it so follow follow me um and just just pay attention i got some good stuff coming
0: and you said you got some stuff cooking, so I'm assuming it's the restaurant. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you said cooking. I went immediately back to pancakes, though. My bad. <laughs> I'm just a little hungry. That's all. <laughs> but no, Marshall, I appreciate you for coming on. And like I said, we will um, be connecting uh, in the future. Uh, to, yeah, for sure. to everyone watching, this is the Profiles Be Like podcast. Um, if you haven't, uh, make sure you are subscribed um on YouTube if you're watching this. Um also we're on all podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, you name it. Um, but yeah, this is this is the end. I w- I wanted to sing that one song. Uh Is this the end? You probably don't know nothing about that. That's a little throwback <laughs> for you, dog. You you don't know nothing about that. That's a little I nice, don't know about that, that man. <laughs> man. Oh man, yeah. But no, this, this episode 37, y'all, we, we've we come to the end. I uh, want to thank uh, Love is Blind season four cast member, Marshall Glaze, for coming on to the podcast. Member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Y'all know his socials, at Marshall Glaze on TikTok and Instagram. Be on the lookout for more of his stuff he has coming. And be on the lookout for our next episode next week. Not going to tell you who it is, but if you are subscribed, you will know. This concludes our podcast
1: and we are out of here.